welcome to Conversations That Inspire. I'm Jess Baker from Journey to a Better Place. And in this podcast, we're going to explore all the things that I just can't get enough of, like spirituality, meditation, positive psychology, living a conscious life, and living a life aligned to your soul's purpose. We'll speak to seekers from around the globe who are just like you and I, who share their stories to inspire us and offer us wisdom and insight from their journey. Thanks for joining me on your journey to a better place. Our next guest is actually a gentleman that I met in India when he was doing his yoga meditation teacher training and somebody that really just inspires me. Um, when it wasn't days of silence, I suppose, we would sit up on the deck overlooking the Himalayan mountains and have really quite meaningful conversations. So it's somebody that I'm really excited to introduce you guys to because he's somebody that really embodies living a conscious life and following what it is his calling and what he can bring into this world to share with people. So I'd like to introduce to you um, Duncan. So welcome, Duncan, and thank you for joining me. Oh, thanks, Jess. What a lovely introduction. That's really nice. Um, yeah, it was, it was amazing, wasn't it, in India, when we just sat, sat on that deck just watching the, watching the mountains. Yeah, it was incredible, magical. Yeah. So Duncan, yeah. I'll just get you to give yourself a, a little bit of um, just a quick story for us of, of who you are so that everyone else can have that little bit of a background. Oh, cool. So, you, so I'll go through that. Yeah, just tell me oh. a little bit, just, just a bit of an overview and then we'll get into having a bit of a chat. Oh, excellent. Okay, so uh, it's always where to start. So I'll, I'll start where I am now. So, I, um, so right now I, I'm just ready to start launching my own um, sort of coaching course which is um how you know help helps i've, I've started with entrepreneurs helps successful entrepreneurs live their best lives but um but then i probably should start where I've, where i've come from so i'm i'm based in england cambridge uh and um i've um but i'm also i'm from south africa as well so i've got that that background but then i um i've worked in the fitness industry i've worked as a mechanical engineer um and um, I run a I run a CrossFit gym, um, and that's that's given. I've I've got that to the point now where that's that's a really successful CrossFit gym. Uh, I've got a team in place, and they they manage and run the CrossFit gym, which is awesome. So that that's now allowed me to really focus on what I've always wanted to do, which is sort of um, teach people how to live their best lives. Uh, so it's given me the space to to first. I uh, first I wanted to. I've never wanted to teach until I was able to actually experience that. Um, so I've always wanted to teach from a point of understanding and experience. So I, I, I sort of dug into that and I've got to the point where I really understand, you know, how to be at peace and how to, how, how to enjoy life. Uh, but also, um, with that, um, I've, I've figured out how you, you can also, I was, I was going to say, cause I, in writing my course, I really dug into it. So Initially, uh, there was times, and it was just before I came to India, actually, I was toying with the idea of just going off and being a monk in a cave 
uh, mm. and just being at peace. <laughs> there was times when I was thinking about doing that. And I thought that might be the only way to do it as well. I thought, you know, maybe that's the only way to be at peace. But, um, but actually, I, you know, I think, I think it's, it is, it's a little bit more work, but you can, you can actually live in, live, in the, live in the world, which is, you know, the people we, we get on with, the people we are, is we're, we're people who in, enjoy the world and enjoy the things in the world. Um, and you can also, you know, very much be at peace as well. So, um, yeah, so, I've, you know, we've been to, we, I did the, we did the meditation course today, together, didn't we? I, I did more of a yoga focus. I did a bit of the meditation course with you. Um, and yeah, I, that, that was a, that was a fantastic experience. And then coming back from that, I think I was ready to teach. So I started, you know, when we went into lockdown, I, um, I started writing my course and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to launch it, which is great. Mm, that's fantastic. And I think it's really true what you're saying that how do you balance having that peace and joyful life and still be able to sort of function in that real world like there is a huge difference from meditating in a cave or even going to a retreat in India where the whole environment is created to support you and it's quite a different thing to be able to bring that back and implement it into your everyday life where you have the pressure and the stresses of those life and it's something that we constantly have to work at right like it's not less there's a quick silver bullet and then you you're in this peaceful zen state for the rest of your life it's something that you constantly as you grow and evolve and the people around you grow and evolve it's things that you need to continue to work on yeah yeah definitely yeah i was i was i was going to say exactly that it's uh it's a constant um what's lovely is it it's con for me it's just constantly developing if you start from a good foundation you get your foundation sorted it will just constantly improve which is which is lovely but but equally um it's it's mastering it so you're you know so i i uh, in, initially when i did it i couldn't um i just had to have a total break from work like you know as soon as i got in work i was lost again so yeah luck luckily i was able to do that with the gym so um we went traveling for like uh three months around the world and just totally switched off um but um but then um when I, when I came back, I sort of came back very carefully, sort of added one thing at a time, made sure I could maintain my balance whilst adding bits in. And, and that's kind of what I do every time I go away. So like after India, I came back and I didn't dive into work. I started with a few hours a week and then a few more and then a few more. Um, but then um, also you, you do get to that point with um, where you, um, you, you, do too, you do too much, you get too stuck in. Do you see what I mean? Uh, and you lose yourself a little bit, you lose that stability. Uh, but, but I think that's, that's great because then, you know, a few days later or weeks, weeks later, you sort of, you refine that clarity and that stability mm. um, and, and you find you're, you're, mo you're more able to cope with more and things like that. So it's, mm. yeah, so it's, it's a really nice journey and it's, it's, mm. it's one that you, I can see is going to get to that point where I can just completely dive into everything mm. and be, you know, have a background of peace. It, it's, it is a process, isn't it? Like we get so conditioned growing up in, in how we should behave in society and who we should be and bombarded with the media and consumerism and that sort of thing. And then it takes time and practice. So like you say, like it's really great that you can ease yourself back in and it's easy to slip back into that old way of life. But I think that the more you do it, the quicker you begin to realise when you're starting to slip and can re refocus back to your centre and to your balance. 
Um, I just wonder, because you talked about your course and helping people create like their best life. What does that mean for you? Like what is, what is your version of, of living your best life? Oh, cool. Yeah, no, that's a lovely, it's a, it's a lovely one to talk about because um, every time I talk about it, it clarifies it for me because you do, you kind of lose sight of that. Um, um, and I think what, what I have to do actually is I have to, because, you know, like we were saying, the conditioning, um, because of um, when you're in the world, um, because, so if you spend a day busy in the world and you watch television and all sorts of things like that, which, which, are, which are cool and, and I, I enjoy watching them with my wife, the, then um, you do, I, I not, ev- not everyone's completely different, I lose track of that, that clarity. Um, so I, I find, like I was, I was writing the other day about journaling and reminding myself of what I really want. And that's a really important part for me. And I think you wouldn't have to remind yourself if you weren't in, you know, in society, like, like, you, like you mentioned. Um, um, you, if the message of the adverse wasn't, wasn't how everyone else around us is living their life, if that makes sense. Not everyone, you see what I mean? And just while I thought about it, and that's the really important things about having friends in this, you know, and, and people in your community who are on the similar path. So that's why it's brilliant to have friends like you, Jess. It's, it's really cool. But, um, but, but anyway, I'll finally answer your question. Sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, for me, um, what is living my best life? So um, yeah, so the, the understanding I, I like to, to touch upon is, um, is that everything, I'm, everything I do, everything, I'm, um, everything I want, all my desires are to feel good. Uh, so everything I want in life is to feel good because I'm a very drip. I was, I, I'm, I was a dri- I'm, I've been a very driven person. I try to be less driven, um, but, but uh, it's sort of my, like my default is a very driven person. So all I'm striving for with all that drive and energy is to feel good. And since our whole experience is internal, like we create that feeling of good inside us, all I'm trying to achieve is to feel good inside. And, um, and that's, um, you know, so I start, so that, that's ultimately, that's all I'm trying to achieve. That's, that's the fundamental thing. Uh, and I'd love, I'd love my life to just have a background of that understanding constantly, if you see what I mean, to constantly be in touch with the fact that that's what I want. Um, and then, but then, how I, you know, my ultimate best life is, I, you know, I've realized I don't just want to be in a cave feeling that all day. I also really want to, you know, help, help the world and make the, the best impact I can have in the world. So that's for me, you know, I love the environment or, well, the environment's one of the things that, that's really important right now. And um, so if you get someone in a, so the best way for me to, to, to make that happen is to, um, is to actually help people feel their best selves. So when someone's, I think Sadhguru explains it really well, is um, when you get someone happy, when you get someone to the point where they, they know that everything's okay, then they stop trying to burn, burn down the world, trying to feel good. Do you, do you see what I mean? So like, you know, we, we're constantly buying this, we're constantly trying to achieve this, we're constantly striving and striving when all we want is to feel good. So if you get someone feeling good, then they, they make the right decisions. They might not make the right decision about the environment, but they just make the decisions that are right for them. Uh, so, so for me, my, my best life is to have, have that background of feeling good, um, help people live their best lives. Uh, and then, um, yeah, just also just 
I think I really have, I really want to enjoy as much of life as possible. And mm. I, I, yeah, I've realized I, I love, I just love change, which is really funny. So like last night, um, we, we had new carpets. So we took the beds down um, and I put the beds outside and we just had a mattress on the floor. And I was really excited to go to bed. <laughs> it's like being a kid again. It's like a cubby house, right? I, I totally get that. <laughs> and some people are, some people hate change, don't they? So they'd be like, oh, where's my bed? Whereas yeah. I, was, I was more excited than ever to go to bed because <laughs> I'd put the mattress on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'd, yeah, I'd be totally the same. Um, so... Talk to me about how you say that like it's about feeling good because as a human being, we experience both positive and negative emotions and both are very valuable to us. So how do you manage that? Like the times when you are in a challenging situation or there are negative emotions involved, does that conflict with you living your best life or how do you include that? um, yeah, and that's great. And that's something I'm really digging into with my yoga course at the moment is um, I didn't previously fully understand um, that life is life's duality, isn't it? You've got, you know, you've got good and you've got bad um, uh, or but you shouldn't have good or bad. But actually, ultimately, <laughs> we label it as good or bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we label it as good or bad because um, and it's that understanding that um, you've got. So uh, and I, I, it was a really interesting subject. So you've got duality and you've also got uh Oh, what's the other one? What's the other word where we're not duality, non-duality, <laughs> um, or you, you know, the we are all one. Do you see what I mean? The, everything's one. So you've got this conflicting. As a, as a yogi, you've got these two conflicting things. You've got duality and non-duality, and the reality is is non-duality. That's what we're trying to build towards. But to get to there, to get to the edge of the cliff, I heard it described of um, um, to jump into non-duality you need to understand duality, which is, which is really, really, under, really cool understanding. So yeah, I'm, so I'm finally um, realizing that, yeah, good and bad is, is, is a, you know, or um, I suppose hot and cold, you know, those kind of things, you know, you can't, so you can't have like bliss without, you know, that, that, the, the adverse. Mm. So, um, but for me, um, when I'm at my, when I'm at my best, which, which, you know, has, you know, has, there's been times when it's, because I'm sort of burying myself into um, a uh, like writing a course and uh, also training at the moment, I'm kind of I'm not totally at my best at the moment. Like I am, you know, I because I love to dive in and just get lost in it. Do you see what I mean? So I'm enjoying pushing myself at the moment and not constantly being centered. But when when I'm centered and conscious, um, it's it's quite easy for me to. Um, to to not worry about negative situations so to just to just get that that's just you know that's life if, mm. if that's that's a part of life so like um i think and, and that's grown for me as well is understanding that um i think i think when you get rid of your identity so i dropped my identity which is probably the biggest change for me is um once you've dropped your identity you you know you've then um you just you just notice your identity pop up. So if something's bad, it's just part, you know it's your identity that's that ego, yeah, that's, yeah that e- that ego's popped up and it said oh that's bad or that person didn't didn't do that properly. They're supposed to do it this way. Do you see what I mean? Which is which is often where arguments come from, isn't it? Yeah. It, um, and um, so yeah, it's just it's just being conscious, really, isn't it? And I, I think um, 
I think um, I think being conscious that so if you if you also, if I if I'm coming from that place of I um, all I want is to feel good inside or or know that everything's okay ultimately it's not even the good feeling ultimately what I'm actually trying to achieve is just to know that everything's always okay mm. so you come from this um, you come from this place of a because that what my understanding of it is that everything's always okay it can't be better than okay and it can't be worse than okay do you see what i mean so when you have a when you have a nice um piece of cake you might tell yourself it's better than okay do you see what i mean but you're still okay underneath you're still it hasn't it hasn't got less okay or more okay but the trouble is um when you when you then develop a strong like for cake you've you've said you're not okay until you have that cake so you've created like a depression do you see what I mean? That needs fulfilling before you feel okay again. So um, it's just being being aware of that. If, if that does that, does that make sense? It's yeah, it, it does. And and for myself, um, like I think about it, it sort of ties in with that dualism and the non-dualism. Is it? It's like a spectrum, right? So, and you talked before about like mastering. And I think when you become a master of it, it's like you can go in between both worlds, both the reality and what we're seeing in the physical world. So maybe in that physical world, we're experiencing that negative emotion. And as a human being, that can drive us to, you know, to keep us safe or to drive our behaviour. Um, but you can then, if you're um, able to master it, you can sort of slip into that more consciousness space, that more spiritual space and realise that it is all okay and maybe can have a little bit more control and respond to how the situation unfolds rather than just reacting. Yeah. Oh, that's, and as soon as you said that, that reminded me of when I was in India, especially I was, I was at that place where um, if something negative happened, um, it's a decision for me to feel bad. Uh, and so if you get to that place where you, and, and I, I think I am like pretty much or pretty much always, I, because I, if I want to feel bad, I, I can feel bad. Do you see what I mean? But pr pretty much always, it's a decision for me to feel bad, and I see that decision now. So I just don't engage in it. I'm like, I'm aware now that if I if I want, you know, so say you know I want to say something hasn't gone my way, and I'm like, okay, so I'll just say okay that hasn't gone my way. I don't I don't then engage in feeling bad about it. I'm like that's a fact. That's happened. But then I I don't go into the self talk. There's there's no there's there's no I I because it's become so clear to me that I'm that I'm doing that that I'm creating that. Then I choose not to go down that route. So I find it quite very I find it very easy not to make myself feel bad. Um, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's almost sort of like the first step, isn't it? Recognizing that your thought pattern and where that goes and what what rather than thinking that you're it and letting it take you away and off you go with it. Um, yeah. That's yeah. It's that distance from the mind a little bit of little. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Tell me about your engineering and, and the transition from engineering to um, becoming a PT because I guess my background, it, it sort of resonates with me in being a geologist and sort of giving that up to go do emergency response and then, you know, build my own business. And people thought I was mad giving up all these wonderful career opportunities and, 
and cash in the bank. Um, so I just, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your story with that. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, it was probably similar to you, really. I think we're, you know, to, to give up that cash in the bank, you, you've got to, you've got to see the big picture, haven't you? You've got to realise that, you know, that, that um, so for me, I'm, I was lucky. Um, so my dad uh, is like a, he's like a master. He's a, he, he, yeah, he is a master on the brain. Like he's just studied it for like 12 years, like read every book he can. And, um, he, and he, he's a, like a motivational coach. Um, he, and so I grew up with a motivational coach and he's developed this goal setting system that allows you to see basically your whole life. Um, so you set your initial goals at the bottom. Uh, then you imagine you've solved them. Then you set your next goals. Imagine you've solved them. Next goals, next goals. Uh, and at the top of, the, of this, um, you're, you're looking back over your life because you're, you're like an old man who's, or, you know, or could be a young man, but who's achieved everything he's ever wanted. Um, uh, and he pushes you past that as well. So you're like, right, you've achieved everything you've ever wanted. What do you want now? And it really challenges you. Um, and I went through that method. I've grown up going through that method. And I went through that method as, a, as an engineer. And it suddenly dawned on me that my, my goals in life my, um, were going to be, I was going to hit them at about 35 and I'd, I'd have achieved everything I ever wanted in life and I'd have been stuck in that job. So, cause my, my goals were to have a lovely wife, to have a, a family, uh, to have a, you know, well-paid job. Um, and those were my, those were my goals. Um, and so I'd have been, I'd have had a lovely wife. She'd had, um, and I'd had a good job. Um, and I'd had lovely kids and, but they'd have all cost a lot of money and a lovely house and they'd have cost a lot of money to maintain. And my, um, so I'd need to keep my, my really well-paid job. And at that point at 35, I'd have everything I'd ever wanted and I'd be stuck. I'd be, and I'd start to resent the job, you know, re resent the wife and the kids or yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, but do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd have, I'd have started to feel trapped and, and, and I'd be, and I'd be trapped for the rest of my life in, in that situation because um, you, you couldn't you couldn't suddenly back out of it. So that realization um, made made me you know I put myself in the shoes of that thirty five year old and I was like oh wow I'd have a lot of regrets at thirty five I'd be like oh so um, so it made me think well what um, and also at that point I was uh, an engineer and um, one of the guys came to the meeting it was this lovely guy and he was just like ah oh, this woke woke me up at two o'clock in the morning last night and I was like wow. He loves his job, and I was like, and I'm a, a very passionate person, and I was like, I'm, you know, I'm either going to become like that, you know, engineering is going to wake me up at the in the middle of the night at 2 a.m., and I, I know it would have done, um, and I know I'd have been that guy at parties, because so I'd have had to bury myself into engineering, become that passionate person about that, and I'd have been that person right now on the phone. We'd been talking about, we'd be talking about tolerancing and stuff like that. I'd be, you'd be interested because I'd be so passionate about it. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Um, but, um, but yeah, I was like, either, you know, I become dive into engineering or I'm like, what am I already passionate about? Which was the fitness industry and what, well, which was sport uh, and exercise. So I was like, um, so yeah, I, I, um, I started thinking about being a, um, being a personal trainer and then, um, yeah, I was l lucky. Luckily enough, I sort of, um, I think we came back from a rugby tour. I was a little bit hungover and, um, I, I, um, yeah, I got sent home from work, uh, and, um, I, um, but it was, it wasn't actually my hangover that got me sent home from work. It was my boss was actually, he was kind of trying to, oh, he was trying to bully me. And I was just, I was just, it was just really funny. Cause I was just like, 
well, you're, you're, you're being unrealistic. I can go, you know, it was, it was quite a funny situation anyway. Um, and, uh, so I got sent home from work and I got to, um, I got to go and, um, uh, I went that day to talk to someone about personal training, coaching. Uh, and then I signed up for the course straight away, handed in my notice and then there was no, no looking back after that. So it yeah. was quite cool as well. Cause I was, I was the, probably the older, I was like the oldest on my course by like two or three years, I suppose, or four years. Uh, but I sort of felt young again. So I was like, that's why I kind of like, I'd say I'm probably eight years, I feel eight years younger than I actually am, if that makes sense. I heard someone say the other day that you, you, people that recognise themselves to be 10 years younger than what they are have a psychological problem. And I don't know where that's come from or who that's come from. I was like, oh, oh, well, there, that goes me. <laughs> Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I do really connect well with, uh, yeah, I suppose I'm starting to lose, lose my connection with the 16-year-olds now, but <laughs> it's quite funny. I don't, I don't have this, I don't have this view of myself, it's really funny, so you know, like, some people sort of see themselves in a certain way, it's like, I, so when I meet tall people, I always think, I suppose I do see myself, I don't, I always think of me as the same height of them, so when I meet, like, a six foot seven person, I'm like, yeah, 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 we're the same height, yeah, and then I look in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, it's so much tall. <laughs> I do that with my freckles, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got freckles, like, <laughs> you think my whole life, I would know, oh yeah, I do have freckles. <laughs> hey, I wanted well, to ask, um, what, because it sounds, in that story of you transitioning from an engineer to your personal training it sounds like there was a lot of foresight in that so I'm just wondering like the moment it was there something in particular that drove you to do that activity or or does it coming does it come from having a dad that's got wonderful skills and can sort of nurture that and see what's coming ahead and ask the questions yeah I I think it is I think it is that ability to to the, the the I think it is that going through that process of, of look, looking forward because I was talking to my dad about it the other day because we have these lovely long chats um I'm, I'm 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 lucky to have two fathers so I've got um like I've got my my father in uh, in England who's just so supportive my, my stepfather is um and he you know he's yeah he's helped me so much in my life um and I've got traits from him uh, and then I've got my dad in South Africa who um, and he explains, he's like, so we have these really cool chats on the phone and he's always been aware that if he's anything but positive to us, that we'd just be like, ah, oh, stuff you. Do you know what I mean? And that's what he, that's just how he puts it. I, I, you know, cause, because it's so hard with, to chat to your father over the phone and also, you know, he, he's not there, if you see what I mean. So he, as kids, he thinks he sort of got the impression that he had to be that super supportive. So he's taken on that role of the like really positive always proud of us, always encouraging us to do stuff. So very, very lucky to have that in my life. Um, and must be very hard for him to do, to not give us negative feedback. He just says he has to bite his tongue all the time. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's, so that's really helped me. And then, um, but I, I do think, and chatting to him, he's like, it's, it's unique, that ability to see. To, so when I, when, I choose, when I choose a route, I, I know where it's going, if that makes sense. And I think that comes from that, um, that goal setting that um that and the, the more it's not but it's not traditional goal setting it's not um uh you know how people normally set goals it's that it's putting yourself in the shoes of the of um of 
the ultimate person you want to be. And it takes time. It's a, it's a, it's like a, it's a short, it takes a few hours, but it, it's really important to put yourself in that shoes. And the more regularly you put yourself in that shoes, you start to see, you know, you see very logically, like I see very logically the best thing to do in a situation. Um, and it helps me dismiss all the other little things that will delay you on that process. If that yeah. makes sense. That's a wonderful skill to have because often people know what they don't want but they don't have that focus of where they do want to know whether they're wandering into that direction um so i i can see with what you've achieved in your life how having that wonderful skill has really helped facilitate that process for you yeah yeah it's um i think it is it has been really beneficial and um I'm also yeah, quite lucky to have him to point it out as well because I was like, I was like, oh, I should, I can teach this, and he was like, oh well, then you have to teach it with this method if you see what I mean, which is quite cool. Um, yeah. But but then yeah, and that's part that is part of my course as well. I I, I go through that with people, but um, um, but I actually, um, it's what's quite funny on my course as well. I, so I do the goal setting. Most courses do the goal setting at the start, but what what I you know the thing is if you're doing a life changing course you need to do it at the end once they do you see what I mean? rather than the start it's good to have a motivation at the start so you need to give them motivation but then at the end is when you should set the goals because that's when you've rechanged how they see the world and things like that yeah yeah brilliant it's so um effective having that different perspective isn't it like i think i think back to my journey and gee this was well over 10 years ago and my dad actually offered me a coach and i was like why would I want to coach? Like, I, I just, I didn't, I, I was so lost and hadn't been exposed to the power that somebody else can offer um, that I just, I, like, I thought it was ridiculous. So that's when I sort of, I feel like I've gone the long way around. Um, so it's really lovely having your dad and, and seeing, um, I guess, being exposed to that, how, how people can influence you and then now being able to give that gift to other people. Um, but for those people that maybe sort of not understand the power that working with someone else can give them, what would you yeah. say to them? Oh, great. Yeah. Can I, can I realized I didn't answer the previous one, but I'm, I will cover that one. It's just, um, so, you know, like we were saying, um, you were saying what's that ability to see for, you know, forward as well. Also, what I, I did um, in the inner engineering with Sudhguru, which is a, a great course on life-changing, and that really accelerated everything. So now I'd say that actually really helps me as much as the, the vision, seeing, the, the, you know, seeing forwards. I also just see with complete clarity because I don't, because not complete clarity, obviously, but with very good clarity is because I've dropped my identity and so many other things like that, um, that that's has that allows me so much so when you drop when you you don't have to drop your identity when you when you let go you know when you when you allow your identity to be um threatened to you know you you can when you don't when you no longer protect your identity is probably the best way of saying it you know i'm not protective over my identity like someone mispronounces duncan it, it doesn't even doesn't even grate me at all i just it's it's lovely do you see what i mean it's just a sound kind of thing but the um but yeah that that's that really speeds up the process of development and allows you so much freedom so i couldn't step back from the gym until um until there was no part of my ego attached to the gym do you see what i mean so um you know i couldn't 
hire I couldn't have a head coach and make him the head coach if I had if I had my ego attached to being the head coach of the gym um, and he, he's he's far more knowledgeable about um, CrossFit and the, you know strength and conditioning than I am and that's why he's the head coach you know what I mean and um, same same with my manager if you see what I mean he's yeah he's brilliant he, like, I was never that clean you know clean at the gym I did clean but I wasn't brilliant at it whereas Luke's like yeah, yeah he's brilliant he really you know it's not just the clean he's he takes that that love for the place to a whole new level so he's got a lot of pride but yeah anyway sorry that was that was I think though you know a combination of those is why I I can see so clearly if that makes sense but but yeah Jess I'll answer to so you asking about um the um um you're asking about coaching and the benefits of coaching and things like that. Yeah. So it's, it's, I think it's massive actually. Um, I think, I think that's such a, such a cool, I think if you could give anyone like the best tip it is, it is coaching. Um, you, you, you know, and, and again, sorry to keep saying what's changed my life so much. And what's really changed now is because I see with clarity, I, I haven't like, like the, the gym runs so well on a system and that system is a coached system. I got a coach to coach me how to run the gym. And, you know, so now I just, I don't invent any new systems. Why would I? I just, I, I find the best system out there. And, and, and that's the system I implement. I can improve it. But, um, but you know, you know, well, possibly improve it. But the first thing is trust. And, you know, if it's working, I just dive in. I trust them. And it's like when, so when, so the moment, now I have a coach. Uh, you know, if I want to learn something new, I get a coach and, it, and I'll have that nailed in three to, well, maybe six months max. Do you see what I mean? That whole new transformative skill in my life is three to six months. Whereas before I did, I always did try and reinvent the wheel. And I think, I know I've, I've achieved a lot, but I, um, I took a long time to get to this point and it could have been, you know, I could have taken, I could have done this 10 years ago. Do you see what I mean? If I'd have got a coach 10 years ago, but I've enjoyed the journey and everything, but now I get a coach at every opportunity. So, but um, yeah, so it's like the gym. Like I, so I got, I was like, I wanted to systemize the gym and I wanted to step back from the gym. I knew that's, that's what needed to happen. And I was like, Oh, I need a system. And then I was like, Oh, I'm just, hang on. I heard about a system six months ago. And I was like, let me just look at that system. And I was like, it's perfect. So I called them up. I was like, yeah, yeah. And they were like, yeah, it costs this amount. It was a lot of money. I was like, fine. Yeah, I know it's going to work because, you know, I'd, I'd read it and I was like, and I'd spoke to gyms and I was like, that makes perfect sense. I implemented it within three months. I went from completely being involved in the gym to just being on holiday. So it's like, it's, it's quite, you can, you can make big changes with a coach who has a system. Yeah. Yeah. And how about you? What, what, what about you with coaching? Well, I just, I actually, before we move on to that, I just wanted to say that um, that's one of the things that I really love about you is that you are so humble in everything that you do and hearing you talk about your head coach being, you know, the best that he can be and the cleaner. And, and I think that's really powerful, isn't it, is, is recognising people for their strengths and their passion. And that's why I'm so big on people living their sole purpose because we all have a purpose. And when you have leaders like yourself in the world that recognise that and nurture that, then the, the, the cleaner can live his purpose and, you know, the head coach can live his purpose. So by allowing yourself to lose that attachment to that identity and, you know, gaining from 
gaining significance from owning that successful gym to instead like nurturing the people around you, you all rise up. Mm. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And, th- and that's, and it's so, it's, I mean, I, and now I do that. I'm, I'm like, why would I ever take that away from those guys? Like, it's, I'm actually, I often a little bit, I'm always a little bit embarrassed to say that I own the gym and run the gym because it's, it's our gym. It's, it's not, it's, it's not even my head coach and my general manager, um, Jim, even, you know, it, and, and the other fantastic coaches I've got, it's the community. It's their gym as well. Do you, do you see what I mean? It's, it's, it's none of it's, and it's, um, it is this, and I, and I think, and, and I love what you said about the facts is, is, is your, your, your knowing your purpose as well. And yeah, if you, like you say, if you get tied to these other things, you can't live your, your purpose. And, and, and yeah, I, I really do feel like my purpose is to, is to kind of just, I just want to get life, you know, simplify life for people, get them to understand life because it is simple. It's so simple. The things we're trying to teach is so simple. Um, and then, um, and then, cause, and then um, once, I've, once I've taught them that, give them the tools to maintain that and go out into the world and hopefully create a community of support and stuff like that. And yeah, I, I'm, it, it does, like, like you say, you just, once, once you connect with what you know you want to do in your life, it's so, oh, it's, it's incredible, isn't it? Doors just open up for you. I think it's like the universe is like, okay, yes, this person's listening and they're ready. Let's do whatever we can to support them. And it, it, it's beautiful seeing too, like you're coming from that place of abundance and, and trusting, like it's okay to put in a little bit of money or effort or time because you know that that's giving that direction that this is really what you want to happen, which opens doors. It opens that space and that time for you to do really what it is that you're here for. And I, I hear often with people say that, um, they, they sometimes feel a little bit selfish or like don't, you know, they think if, if they have the perfect life, then maybe they're taking away from somebody else where in fact it doesn't work like that. It's like it's the opposite, isn't it? Like it's not one or the other. There's so much abundance out there for everybody. Yeah. And the more that you live that and feel that like, experience that it just feeds and feeds and feeds off itself oh it really it really does doesn't it and, it and it's like i was trying to say to someone the other day the universe the universe the world let's say the world because some people might not like the term the universe the world is abundance life is abundance isn't it i mean if you look around this garden everything's just growing and sprouting and and yet we think you know that yet the the, the western world we think there isn't abundance. We've got to cling to things. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, no, you haven't got to, you know, when you, when you would just open up and just let it flow in, that's, that's the thing. Cause it, it really does flow. It's um, it, the only reason it stops flowing is when you put a, bl- a block in the way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you slow things down. It's um, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing what you can, you know, what you can achieve when you start letting it really flow. It's, it's yeah. incredible. It's like, it's like a river, isn't it? And if you, if you think, oh, I need drinking water, I'll dam it up for myself, but then all the other creatures down the river miss out. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a trusting that it will come and it will go and it will come and it will go and it's all okay. And you, you mentioned before about trust, and I think that's a huge Thing, isn't it when you can trust yourself and trust that it will be okay that allows you to 
have the flow come in and out a little bit more because you know you've got your own back. Like if something if something were to go wrong, you know you could get yourself out of it or find a way to to make yeah, it yeah. out of it. Yeah, and that that's that like so for me that's that foundation of understanding, which is nice to like for me, like I'd be happy in a cave and 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 I would. And do you see what I mean? And it's it's knowing if everything else goes wrong. Well, I can finally live in that cave. Do you know, <laughs> not, that, not that I want to, but you know, worst case scenario, I get to live in a cave and be at be at peace. Um, but also, also, I kind of rationalise as well. It's like, you know, because everyone's we're worried, and I I know this because I feel this way sometimes as well. I'm like, and you know, you know, I'm like, oh, but what if this goes wrong? And what if this goes wrong? And what if I haven't got enough money, or I haven't got you know enough of this and that? And then I'm like, hang on, has anything ever? you know, in my life, everything always goes so well. It always goes so well. So why, why would I have any, why would I base anything on the fact that things don't go back, don't go well? Because they always do in, in my life. I'm, I'm very lucky. I, I, I know um, it might not be that way for everyone, but for a lot of people, has that serious thing ever really happened that they're worrying about? And so if it's never really happened, and loads of other lovely things have happened. Why would they be basing their life on something that's never happened? They might not, you know, it's like, you know, I don't know. I was going to use, yeah, I was going to use a, a, a poor example then. I was going to say like home insurance in the UK. So it's different to Australia. So, so like people worrying about their house burning down in the UK very rarely happens, but probably does happen in Australia because you had all those fires. Um, but very rarely happens, but then people will be all worried, worried about that happening. Do you see what I mean? You're like, sorry, do you know anyone that's happened to? Like anyone? <laughs> do you know what I mean? But they're, they're, there's that fear there. Like, um, it's, it's probably a bad example of house burning one. There's probably better ones. <laughs> no, 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 I think that's explained it clearly. So what, what would you say, like, why do you think some people have a lucky life or a, a, a wonderful life and other people... Um, have have <laughs> run over a bus of Chinamen or something in their past life. What's your theory on that? Yeah. Why do some people have great lives and some people feel like they don't? Yeah, because um, I was I was talking because I've got a friend who's unlucky uh, and he's such a lovely guy and I'm like I'm trying to get to the bottom of it and I think it's it's kind of mm, it's kind of what you you get what you you get what you expect in life do you see what i mean like you don't you 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 get what you're looking for uh and unfortunately he is kind of looking for the the unlucky things rather than the the lucky things um and he does have a great life which is cool um, um but it's just you know so what would be really cool for him would be to like probably teach him some nice grounding exercises some like nice breathing ones um get him more balanced um and then teach him teach them the, the, you know that clarity of thinking to to observe you know um to you know to observe the lucky things you know that are happening in his life because yes he's, he is equally very lucky as well he has a great life and then hopefully he'll stop mm. sort of creating that 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 vacuum for the the negative things to happen the unlucky things to happen and um, and th those all slowly reduce um and but yeah is is that is that what you you how, how do you think it I just I wondered your thoughts um, and I guess what you're saying there is like it becomes a habit our thought process has become a habit and it's about retraining that habit and creating different neural networks in the brain and um, they've done experiments with people that think that they're lucky versus 
people that don't think that they're lucky and they've had like a dance floor and will throw like cash on the dance floor and it's always the lucky people that find the cash on the floor. (laughs) So it's just an example of like how your beliefs and how you look at the world can change. Like they both had the same chance of finding that cash on the floor but when you don't believe you're lucky, it's not like you don't look for it, you know, you sort of... You, if you think that there's never going to be any money there, yeah. you, you just shut off to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting, isn't it? It is, and I am like what I do feel like one of those people who is so so lucky. If that makes sense, but but I but I also think I do feel like it's a it's a thing I trust and it flows because I trust it and I allow it to happen. And um, but also I do very much like. I very much look on the bright side of everything. So like if something bad happens, I'm like, oh, great. I've learned a lesson. Uh, and that means, you know, and I, and I, it, I sort of, I learn from every situation, but I, I, yeah, it's hard not to see a positive in, in a lot of situations, if you see what I mean. Like mm. obviously there's, there's certain ones it's, it's hard to see as a positive, but, um, but, you know, but, but a lot of the things people think are unlucky, you know, like um, I would see as, as you know a, a lucky insight that day if you see what I mean and I think that helps a lot doesn't it yeah 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 I, sometimes I think I'm like this huge meaning making machine like who can make it lucky that they got struck down with chronic fatigue for months and months and like years couldn't go back to a, a normal way of life but yet I've managed to make that a huge significant moment in my life that I would not take back at all like it's a very challenging time but yeah, I wouldn't swap it for the world. Oh, that's brilliant. And I, and I've, I know um, I've worked with a few people with chronic fatigue and it's so impressive, like, where you, you know, the, you're, you're such an impressive person and it's, uh, you know, it's, in, you know, it, it, the, all the other people I know have really struggled to refine balance. And, and one of them's again, he's a very, a very, he's a very intelligent guy, like extremely intelligent. And also he's really into the, the spiritual side of life as well um, and stuff like that. And he's, he's really struggled. So it just shows how, you know, and I think you've got some great stuff. You've got so much you can teach from there as well, haven't you? Mm, mm, yeah. Um, what's, your, what's your view on failure? Uh, what, like have what, you ever failed anything? Are you afraid uh, to fail? Tell me about failure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I do fail things. Uh, I don't, you know, like, so that's the thing. Like, I don't feel like I've failed at anything. Do you see what I mean? But I have, <laughs> you know, um, so um, let me think of something I've failed at. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a failed channel swimmer. So, um, <laughs> like, I, uh, I, I tried to swim, uh, you know, and I've, I've failed a few world record attempts as well. Yeah, so I tried to swim across the channel uh, and I only got six and a half miles out and then I got, like, I was projectile vomiting. Like, it was amazing. My, my sister was like, she was like, I didn't believe it was a real thing until I was like, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so that, so that, was, that was definitely a failure. Uh, but I don't kind of, yeah, I, I kind of, so when I talk about that, I also talk about, um, I'm like Windermere, which was like six months before and that's like half the distance. And that's a high achievement, actually, swimming Lake Windermere. At the time, I didn't think about it because it was like a warm-up swim. Uh, but, yeah, I'll always, I'll always think about that as an achievement, I suppose. Um, but, yeah I, um, yeah, I do fail things, but I kind of learn, learn from them. 
do you see what I mean? Like l learn lessons and um, yeah, I think, I think I always sort of, yeah, I always see it as something, but I think, I think with the, with the world, with the world record and stuff like that, I was, I was still trying to do something to, to have something until I finally achieved that great thing. I think I, I kept picking new challenges until I'd finally achieved something like, so I went into straight after the channel swim, I went into like uh, barefoot running and then I went in to try and break the plank world record, which was, that didn't work. And then, <laughs> then I think I did, Oh, what was the next one? Then there, yeah, then I was trying to become like the, you know, one of the top CrossFit athletes for a long time. Then I, I realized that wasn't going to happen. And then, um, and then I finally got my, my wall ball world record, which was, that was a relief to, to finally have it. But, Your wall um, world record? And I did, I was like doing, um, so wall balls is like a, it's a medicine ball um, and you bounce it off a, a wall. So you, you sort of do a full squat and then you hit a 10 foot target with like a nine kilo medicine ball. And then you do a full squat, hit it. And it's just as many of those as you can in a row. Um, oh. and so I did, yeah, I did four. Well, the previous best was 200. I think it was about 200. And that was like by one of the CrossFit Games athletes. So he's a, like a professional. Wow. Uh, and I got 452. So it's quite, yeah, it's quite good. <laughs> oh my god i'm not sure i could even do one of those <laughs> they are actually some, yeah i i like them uh but most people like most people i suppose like 30 in a row is a really good achievement and like tough so yeah but it just yeah. it's just one of those things that suits me if you see what i mean i found something that suited me <laughs> that's incredible what a what a change or um a way of balancing, I guess, like you say, you know, having that drive and then being able to let go. Like that's a huge, huge different ends of the spectrum, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it is. And that's, and that's what I sort of, cause my course, so I've dug into that because, and um, because it's kind of like, so I, the people I want to work with at the start at least are like these um, high, high achievers, driven individuals, because I understand them best. Uh, and they're, you know, and what the reason I wasn't happy before is because you, you know, to have drive is to create um, uh, discontentment. You want something else. That's that's drive. Yeah. But also you want to be content. So you're trying to, you're, you're, you know, the default is discontentment, but you also want to be content. So you can't, you can't have both. You can't have contentment and discontentment. You can't, do you see what I mean? They can't, they literally can't go together, unfortunately. So it's, um, it's just switching that um, it, it takes a bit of understanding is like, uh, and, and, and that's kind of what we've covered is because I'm, um, I uh, fully accept that things flow now, you know, that success flows and, and actually when you get out of the way and you, you're on purpose, success comes very easily. Um, you just, you just need, I just need to pick and pick what I'm, I'm, I'm working on and then, pick you know obviously if it's something new pick the right teacher and boom it works do you see what i mean and so it's sort of it's 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 more of a there's no the, the drive isn't there the um it's um it's just trusting the process and keep picking if you want to be super successful keep picking harder and harder processes and then trust it to happen and sit back with contentment do you see what i mean or do the work with contentment is that that's the goal it's not it's um it is it is developing but um every now and then you get you get a bit too stuck in but i'm quite i quite enjoy the i quite enjoy getting stuck in and then and then figuring you know i'm trying i'm enjoying 
the mix, if that makes sense, because I've got the hang of, I know I can now pull back and be happy. So I, I'm happy to dive in and be driven for a few months, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your tree planting. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was really, so, that, yeah, that's, I, was, I think I was saying to you, that's probably one of the things that I'm most proud of in my life is, is um, the, 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 the impact I've made on the environment. And um, I didn't realise how that was always probably at the top of my goal list, you know, like, you know, was to help the environment. And I, and, um, I just, one of the first things I did after, um, after our trip around the world was I was like, right, I want to, so I, t- I made the gym, um, I got the, cut the gym carbon neutral, which was quite a big process actually, because you need to do it officially to say your carbon no carbon offsets, not carbon neutral. It's two different things. So carbon offset means you offset your carbon impact. Carbon neutral means you just don't produce carbon, or you absorb as much carbon as you produce. So yeah, so I um I work with um, the World Land Trust and I plant trees with them. And no, we, actually we protect the rainforest. They protect the rainforest with funds I've given them, and they they calculate the offset. So so that was really nice for me. That milestone of knowing my the money I earn isn't made from making the environment a worse place. Do you, do you see what I mean? So that was, so that was a huge, huge thing. Uh, and then I, but I also, we plant a tree with each member with that charity. So we do much more than just carbon, um, carbon offset, which is really cool. And then I realized I didn't, and I, and, and I heard that the UK was, I think we're one of the worst in, in, uh, in Europe if, at, um, in terms of tree coverage. And I was like, well, I'm, I was like, so I, I'm fixing, so I, I'm fixing the world, but I'm not fixing where I live. And it didn't, it didn't sit right. Do you see what I mean? It was like, yeah, that's, that, that's kind of what I'm, you know, that's not really taking responsibility. That's passing the responsibility onto another country to fix your problems. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I also need to, to plant trees in the UK. So, and that was, it was so easy to do actually. I, I started off, I was like, right, who's, who's currently doing this? So I, I looked for groups. I looked for the council groups and things like that. And I was like, there must be a, a, a proper body. Uh, and after a, you know, after a while and speaking to the council, there wasn't. Um, then I, I realized you didn't have to be a proper body to plant trees. So I was like, that took, took me a while to get my head around that, which is quite funny. Uh, um, I thought there needed to be sort of regulations of some kind. Um, but no, you can just plant trees, which is cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then um so then I'd, anywhere just, <laughs> just anywhere. anywhere you like <laughs> yeah exactly and the um uh and again i did the same system i uh luckily i found this lady in cornwall who'd set up a group and i was like oh cool so on facebook and i chatted to her and she was oh I'll, she was like what you have to do you put a facebook page together and i was like cool she's like you put a post up asking for landowners it's like right then you put a post up asking for volunteers uh, and then you organize getting trees and you can get free trees at the moment. I was like, cool. So I literally, she gave me the template. Um, so I, I took it literally, I put, <coughs> put the page together. I put a post up saying, does landlord, do any landowners want trees planting for free? I lo- um, only put one post up that got shared loads. Um, we got like in, lots of people obviously wanted some trees on their land. Uh, and then I said, okay, does anyone want volunteers? And we got, lots of volunteers coming in who who just wanted to just do something good for the environment uh, and then i uh, organized some free trees uh, which was cool there were some free trees you could you could buy buy you could order 
uh, and um, and then the after that was literally just putting a Facebook event on um, and organizing 50 people to come along and then just helping them plant trees so super easy but we did uh we planted 2500 which is which is quite yeah good amount I was, I was really pleased with that and we did it on like it was on weekends and it was so much fun uh and everyone was like oh thank you so much for organizing this and i was like thank you for coming this is just so awesome i just it was just a lovely a lovely thing and the person at the house you know whose whose land it was was like thanks so much and i was like thank you and the tree people you know everyone was just saying you know everyone was thanking each other because it's such a lovely thing to do um and um and it wasn't it wasn't me doing it i was just facilitating it happening do you know what i mean that everyone out there wants to do it uh so that that was really cool and then so i want to continue developing that because i think i there's so much it's so simple to create a massive impact in the world. And um, the, um, what I want to put together now is all these trees are dropping their seeds uh, and there's loads of tree planting gr groups and there's loads of, like they've, they've sprouted up in the UK. There still isn't enough. So I want to help facilitate putting groups together around the country. But, the, um, but what I want to put together now is um, I want to put together a group of people because trees are, do cost money um, the, normally. You can only get so many free ones. And we're going to run out. But yeah, I'll put a page together and it's going to be, and I'm going to put a team of people around the UK who collect seeds and grow them in their garden. And then they give them for, to us to plant in two years time. So I want to put together 10,000 trees, 10,000 seeds, um, and people put them in their garden. And then in two years time, we go off and plant those 10,000 seeds. So really simple, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? There's no, there's no money needs spending. Wow. That's incredible, isn't it? Like it, it's so many good things there, like how powerful technology is these days to be able to facilitate oh, yeah. that sort of thing, how um, you can create win-win-win situations for everybody like you're talking there and how you can really make a huge impact when you pull together and, and um, create that community. That's amazing. Oh yeah, it, 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 it really is. I mean, yeah, it's, it's lovely and it kind of, so that's what I want to spend a big part of my time doing, I, I think, and is I'd love to, so, you know, like we were talking about understanding what you're best at. So I'm, I can run these groups fine, but again, I'm best at, so, but I'd, I'd love to facilitate starting these groups now and helping young people because there's so many passionate young people out there helping educate them and, support them in in creating more and more change in the world because it's actually you know we 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 wait if we wait for the you know because where most people a lot of people they're not going wrong a lot so we need we need a mixture we need some people telling the government to make change uh, we need some people um forcing the government to make a change so we, we do need those protesters do you know what i mean um we we need um and because it, it's all important you've got to understand that the economy is important because that supports our lives and stuff like that so it's understanding some people have got to be anti that as well do you know what i mean it's not i'm not you know it's, it's a, but you need you need you need everything in place um but yeah you, you you do you need those people who are passionately talking about it online you need those people who are passionately you know highlighting that point to people you know you need those people who are moaning at people as well they, they are important um <laughs> but you you also you do need those people actually just just getting rolling up their sleeves not worrying about um rules and regulations um 
and just getting stuck in um obviously not breaking rules and regulations because there aren't any do you see what i mean you just just need to get stuck in and make a change and like you said with technology it's incredible what we can do um and uh yeah it's just it was so powerful seeing that happen and um yeah because we're because you have your tree planting season so we're in the off season now it's summer so this isn't tree planting season so that's why i'm putting together the seeds now and then we'll we'll get ready to plant in the winter so yeah it's quite cool i guess uh what really stood out for me there is the busting breaking the limitations that we have on ourselves you know because we say oh we can't do this because of that well is that the truth like is is that the actual truth and like you found out you know there is no regulations around that so some people with that limiting belief would just stop and give up oh that's too hard i can't do it when in fact they had that clear path there all along that they could have taken yeah it's 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 really and it's you you have to and i think dropping your like loosening your not protecting your ego like we were saying is really a really important factor in this because I, um, you hear all people moan, you know, there's, there's a correct way of planting a tree. So you could, you can, you can go into that and you get too lost in that. Like this is like, they were talking about round holes, round holes are the best things for trees. And I'm, cause I'm on this tree planting page and there's people who they'll spend ages just talking about the best way to plant a tree. And I know tree planters, people who do it professionally and they're like, just get it in the ground. They're, they're trees. They know what they're doing. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But then loads of people will be chatting about it and trying to figure it out. And they're just too lost in this, you know, because they don't want to do it wrong. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So they're like, they've, I've heard about triangular holes, square holes and circular holes. And I get what they're saying. It's like, you know, if you have a square, if you have a square hole, the roots go out um, and they don't, you know, they get lost. They get stuck in the, the corners. The corners are over compact and they get stuck in the corners and they don't fully spread out their roots correctly. Um, and, um, it's, but it's, it's just, um, it, you can just get too lost in it, but there is important things. There is important things. And, and, and that's watering trees. Like they really need watering for the first two years. So that's one thing I didn't really dive into, but luckily I had the support and people were like, well, we'll make sure you've got people watering those trees. And, um, yeah. I, so next year when I do it, when we plant trees with people, we're going to really make sure they've got the, we help them get the, the watering systems in place so mm. if they're like if they want 2,000 trees we're like great yeah we can give you 2,000 trees but you'll need to be able to water 2,000 trees so you'll need yeah the, yeah you'll yeah. need the a, a tractor or something for, yeah. for those that, that yeah. volume of trees <laughs> and that's coming that's having that network around you again isn't it and and being supported and reaching out and asking for help or you know whatever it is that you need but when you when you're talking about the trees and the square holes you know what i was thinking of is like have these people never been to cambodia or seen pictures of cambodia you know with the temples where the the trees are growing through the rock and like you see, i guess you see it everywhere around the world right like there's yeah, yeah. rock cliff and then the, all of a sudden there's this tree hanging off off the cliff yeah yeah they, re- they really are hardy things it's easy to to think there's a specific way of doing it it's yeah but yeah. they are they go through pavements don't they and things like that and we i think we wrap ourselves up so much on that like i think a bit of a random example but my partner's indian and so when he washes dishes like it's totally different i grew up washing dishes in a sink and like having a plug and filling it up with water or whatever and then doing it whereas 
he grew up in the desert where they had no water and so like he'll he'll wash it with no water and then use the water just to rinse off the dirt and for the yeah. first well, I don't know like however long few months whatever like I had to bite my tongue I'm like this it doesn't matter like it's okay he's getting the job done like there's no right or wrong way but all that energy that I wasted on that and now I'm constantly like I actually I test some of my friends even like if they tell me I have to cut something a certain way I'm like oh like this like just completely opposite just to sort of push their buttons and help them but break those boundaries a little bit because it really can limit us yeah, yeah, that's nice. That's, that's the, yeah, it is. We're we're very similar on that. It's uh, yeah, I I I because I, I used to always try and do things differently as well. It's, and it's noticing that you're you know you're a rule breaker as well. Um, but it's also part of that is that that's my identity as well. So now it's like I'll enjoy watching someone do something and learn something from you know what I mean as well. Like you you, you from you know your partner as well. Like you're like oh, you can clean dishes that way and I'll give it a go and I'm like. It's better than my method. Stick with that now. Do you, do you see what I mean? It's yeah, that's it's, right. I, I caught myself like that's how I wash dishes now. <laughs> I was just like, oh, oh brilliant! This is great. <laughs> that's a, that. I mean, that's a not many, a, and that's what limits a lot of people is their ability to 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 let go and and take on someone's system and admit that it's better than their system. And I think that's uh, that's a really thing, good thing to be able to do. Yeah, very freeing because you don't have to have all the answers. Like you can't. One person can't possibly know everything like yeah yeah oh definitely definitely it's and i think um it's learning that and i think with my with my course as well it's you know in writing it i've realized everyone's different and everyone's going to learn at different speeds and they're going to need and they're not going to their view at the end isn't going to be this at the same as mine but it's you know it's and it's just it's um it's, that's a really important thing, a really important step to come to 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 make, isn't it? Mm, mm. I think it requires a lot of confidence in yourself, knowing that. Uh, it's just that it's just that calm confidence. Like you don't have to fight it, or it's just accepting wherever anyone else is on their journey, and that's okay. Um, and maybe they'll change things maybe they're not quite ready but maybe it's that one step closer that that you know that they need and realizing that we can be there to support and facilitate and guide people but they need to be ready and they need to do the work like i think you know with your tree example is a really great example in that people always sort of like look outside of themselves and try and influence that or you know change the people around them but really we need to come back in to ourselves because the world is just a reflection of of us. Um, but it's also really helpful having that guide to take you down that path if it's if it's a path that you, you're not used to. Um, yeah, because I guess uh, like we're talking about, there's so much that you can learn from other people as you expand, yeah. expand, learn, and grow, and we'll all. We'll all have teachers and we're all students at the same time. Um, yeah, I just, I find that really fascinating. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's allowing, you You sort of, so you're trying to get that combination of, uh, sorry, my dog's barking. Let me, let me just sort him out. Ronnie. Yeah, come here. Yeah, bring him here so he can say hello. He was stuck in a barking pattern. He's calmed down now. Come here. But, um, but yeah, I was saying, um, 
yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, also, trust in the um, letting people do their best things. So, like, it's like with the group, it's like I'm also part of a tree nursery group, and the lady who runs that, she's brilliant. She and she she's really good at applying for grants and setting up a proper company and stuff like that. And it's just realizing those aren't my they, those aren't they're things I can do, uh, but they're I find them exhausting, and they 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 really drag pull me away from you know so it's just it's just allowing her to, to you know to do that and 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 you know it's her group and 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 it's it's brilliant she's the leader of that group and and then you know for me in that group it's just taking a position of I, I'm always happy to be led do you see what I mean so you know just yeah so it's cool when things letting things flow letting you stick with what you're best at and and if you're not good at something and you know that's not what you want to do with your life find someone who is you know yeah yeah and follow your strengths like you know you, you you're identifying your strengths and her strengths and utilizing the strengths so um again it's win-win like she's getting a lot out of it too and you're you're giving her that like if you were trying to take control of that or you know have it be all about you or whatever then she's missing out on that yeah yeah it's it's yeah it's amazing it's uh is it, like you said, it's just amazing when things start to flow in your life, isn't it? In, in lockdown, we realised that we wanted to live by the beach. So we've, we've put the, we, we just put the ball in motion for that. And yeah, hopefully we're not too far off having a home by the beach soon. And, um, and that's kind of like another big ultimate dream. And you just, you just let it flow, let it happen. And, you know, next thing you know, you've got, you've got a second home. And, you know, and, that, and the, the reason we went down that route is because from a financial point of view, I, realized, I, looked, at, you know, I looked at the big picture. And I looked at the fact that my house is in Cambridge and it's gone up in value so much after the last, over the last eight years, um, that the, the amount my house has gone up in the last eight years is more than I've saved in the last eight years. So wh why am I working? Why don't I just get another house? Because that's going to make me more money than I can save. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And it's seeing, seeing that clarity, if, if you see what I mean. And uh, so, yeah, so, and also I get to live by the beach. So, you know, it's, it's just seeing those win-win things. And that, that's what we're talking about when we're talking about life flowing. It's just like, it sounds very lucky to have two homes, but yeah, you know, but actually if you, you know, the systems are in place to, to allow it to happen. Do you see what I mean? You just let them flow, go through the, it's a stressful process, go through the stressful process, allow, just let it happen. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Mm. But yeah, mm. it's, no, it's quite cool. Mm. Well, where can people come connect with you how do they find you and and find out more about your course duncanstarbolt.com uh, so that's yeah so that's my website so that's probably a good sort of um hub for the for the other networks but then i'm i'm also on facebook instagram and linkedin so main main the, the best way would probably be via facebook on my you know on my you know, even my, my personal profile, Duncan Starbolt. So I'll put the links in the notes so um, you can go and find Duncan and check him out and have a look at his course. I highly recommend him. He is a very wise person that has achieved an awful lot in his life and somebody that really walks their talk. Um, he's, what you see is what you get. He's honest, he's humble, he's down to earth and he's just a wonderful human being. So do make sure you go check him out. Oh, that's very nice. Especially coming from you. You're such a, you're such a lovely person, Jess. And, and, you know, 
and you know and a success as well it's uh, you know you're a great coach i re- really yeah i really enjoyed our time in india it was it was uh, yeah it was brilliant yeah thank you it's so it's so nice to um come across those people that just inspire you don't you and when you find them is to to grab onto them um, but loosely, like, you know, people come and go or whatever, but keep that contact and build that tribe and build that community because they're the ones that are supporting you in fulfilling that purpose and lifting you up and empowering you and, and really creating that better world. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I really appreciate it. I, I feel the same way. <laughs> thanks, thanks so much well thank you very much for joining us Duncan and again do go check out his stuff hope you've all enjoyed this conversation and take the valuable information that Duncan's been able to share with us today thanks everyone thanks Bye. guys thanks for joining me for another inspiring conversation for more inspiration on topics like this head over to my Facebook page journey to a better place with Jess Baker. If you want to know how you can work with me on your journey to a better place, check out the website www.journeytoabetterplace.com.